brought to you by the Georgia Governor's Office of Highway Safety, reminding you to buckle up, Georgia. Welcome to the start of another episode of the Football Fridays in Georgia podcast from Georgia Public Broadcasting. I'm John Nelson in Atlanta. Last Friday, we wrapped up our first live game of the season on GPB TV, gpb.org, and the GPB Sports app between Milton and Roswell. 16-12. Milton comes out on top here to talk about that and everything else on his mind. Mecham Padre down in the borough, Tommy Palmer. Tommy, what is up? Uh, I, I was, you know, trying to decide which games we should really talk about. And, of course, number one on the list had to be the GPB game, you know, Milton and Roswell. Obviously, Milton is back. You know, we all wondered, you know, graduation really hit them hard. Yep. So, uh, you know, they've remounted and reloaded. And in that big North Fulton battle, they beat Roswell 16-12. to Good win for Milton, by the way. Especially coming back from the cross-country trek playing Jay Sarah in California, coming back on short rest, having to get everything squared away. Big pick by Jack Rhodes right at the goal line with about 30 seconds to go on a fourth and eight for Roswell as they tried to get the game-winning score. So Milton now 2-2 two and two with the win over Roswell. What else was on your mind this week? Well, on my mind this week was how handily North Gwinnett, who's been in the top 10 all year, Walton started out the year in the top 10, but they got taken to the woodshed 35 to nothing by North Gwinnett. And you don't see that happening to Walton very often. No, you don't. For the first time since 2014 that Walton was shut out and just the third time in this century and a no, actually, so sorry, decade. My bad, because we're in the, we're in the nineteens now. So third time this decade they've been shut out, but the first time since 2014. And then another one on your mind, Glen Academy and Wayne, and I think that one just finished, didn't it? Yes, it did. Another track meet, 47-35, the final in that one. Glen Academy, and that's kind of surprising because Wayne County had been in the 5A top 10, and uh, you would have thought that this would have been a different kind of game. I was expecting defense, but what do I know? The final is 47-35. to That's usually how it goes for games like this, and we're sitting there thinking, yeah, it's going to be an incredibly defensive game. It ends up being like 98-92 to or something like that for Glen Academy. Academy and Nolan Grant rushed for 131, Caden Hutchinson for 102. The game was 17-14 at the half, and then things broke out in the second half. And then I know that a lot of folks were looking at this next game and thinking about the Sylvester Croom, Tommy Tuberville, Mississippi, Mississippi State, Auburn game that was 3-2. This one was about as close as it got, and this was, it was almost as pitcher's duel. Yeah, you know, the thing that is amazing about this is is that, you know, it's almost like we can't talk about undefeated football teams because as sure <laughs> as we do, somebody's going to lose. And Houston County made it into the top 10 and 6A, and they lose to Veterans 7-2. to Veterans, of course, is I believe it's 3-1 and or 4-1 and right now. And, of course, Milan Turner. Uh, our dear friend, yours and mine, mm-hmm. is doing a great job at Veterans, and he's got that program really going, which also, I know this sounds crazy, which also tells me Statesboro is a very good football team. Statesboro beats Veterans after trailing at the half 19-7 to week before last and uh, wins 29-19 to in that one, and then goes on the road and beats Effingham 35 to nothing. Statesboro undefeated now. So 
I thought I'd throw that in since I'm in Statesboro. Nothing wrong with that. Houston County, let's see, the, the only touchdown was on the opening drive of the second half. And there was a stat that I read about Milan Turner where in his first 125 games, he was 100 and 25. That's true. The same record as Wright Bazemore through 125 games. Let me tell you something. In addition to being a gentleman and a scholar, this guy can coach, and he has surrounded himself with really good assistant coaches. You won't find a nicer man in the state of Georgia than Milan Turner. And he wins football games, and that's why he is at Veterans. 125. Is that not a nice record? Yeah, I, I think that'll work. I think, I think that'll play with his time there in Twin City and uh, in Veterans and being an assistant in places like Coffee and Thompson and, and places like that. Uh, we talk about Double A and Double A and Seven A. I think that were two of the places where we thought that it's the deepest run toward a championship. You have in Seven A, you probably have a dozen teams that can win if they get the bracket right and all that kind of stuff. And I think that you have at least six or eight teams in Double A that are that way. True. And one of those is Callaway, who had another track meet with Troop. It was forty to fourteen at the half. Callaway put the pedal down. I think it was fourteen thirteen at one point. Goes to forty to fourteen. Then Callaway has to hold on fifty six to forty five in this one. That is a track meet, <laughs> you know. Callaway fifty six, Troop forty five. Do not be dismayed, either team fan supporters, because both of these football teams are going to be deep into the playoffs this year. These are really good football teams. And as as we have talked on so many occasions, everybody's putting their best players back on offense. 56 to 45. Let me repeat that if you missed that final score. It was Callaway 56, Troop 45. A lot of points scored there. Played that Matador defense, but that's okay. Callaway wins in the end. Last time I checked, if you score more points than the other guy, you do get the W and you get to add the number to the left of the dash when it comes to wins and loss record, yeah? Yeah, that does. That's the way it works in this thing. Region of Doom started last week in single A, Region 2. And out of the blocks, let's just have a rematch of the single-A public championship game with, with Clinch and Irwin going at it, huh? Why not? You know, Irwin wins the regular season match. Clinch wins the championship. Are we seeing a, for, a foretaste of what's coming down the road? I don't know. Irwin County, though, I, I, I will say this. I don't think either one of us thought Irwin as good as they are, we're going to toss a shutout at Clinch. Right. This is first time since 2013 since uh, Clinch has, has not scored in a game. And uh, Irwin intercepted three of Clinch's four passing attempts. The other was incomplete. And Gabriel Benyard had a 78-yard touchdown run second quarter. And then it was a fumble return for a score. So offense and defense working for Irwin County. Irwin County now 3-0, Clinch 3-1. and And one other game that we wanted to get into – uh, as before we get into the week that will be signature win for North Murray knocking off right. Calhoun. I almost didn't give this score until I made a phone call. It was like what? Uh huh. 
I don't think so. But Calhoun, 31-7, North Murray. Congratulations. That's a signature win for this program, John. All right. Now to the week that will be. And last yes. time I checked, I think we got a couple of games we can talk about. And well, one of them, yeah, winners not much, not much on the schedule this nah. week, but we'll struggle <laughs> through. Here we go, folks. Wintersville Classic. Valdosta plays at Lowndes. Both of them are struggling this year. They're 5-0. and oh, yeah. So what do you – oh, my goodness. At the Concrete Palace, it's going to be rocking. It's going to be a great night. And another one, John, Warner Robins at Northside Warner Robins. Yeah. At McConnell Talbert. Well, oh my! Well, let's 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 think about Lowndes and Valdosta. I think that that game might be finished by the time you and I and Hannah get together next week because I True. think that one's going to go all night long with what yeah. we've seen from Lowndes on offense all season and Tate Rodemaker, Alan Rodemaker's son at quarterback for Valdosta. I think that one's going to be fun. And then, of course, the. You know, a tribute to our dear friend Mike Davis because we yes. know we know that it's going to be packed at the MAC with Northside and Warner Robins when it comes to these two teams. Expect at least fifteen thousand there on Friday night. Yeah, at least. Uh, you know, one other thing. Let me go back to Lowndes and Valdosta sure. just a minute. Yeah. Don't be surprised if Lowndes wins the seven A title and Valdosta wins the six A title. That's how good this football game is going to be, John. No doubt. Uh, let's see, you've got four more on your grid, and one of them is our TV game. So I'm going to save that one for when Hannah joins us here in a couple of minutes. Okay. South Effingham and Pierce, that one's yeah. one. And and a lot of people who will hear that and say, South Effingham and Pierce? Yeah, it's yeah. not a region game. South Effingham just beat West Lawrence on the road. They're going on the road again this week. And guess what? South Effingham, who probably – had a one and nine record for like three years record uh, mm-hmm. running, yeah. you know, or two and eight at best. Uh, South Effingham folks is four and zero. Oh. They're getting it done. And uh, Pierce County, of course, one of the better teams I think in AAA. Certainly in the top four or five teams in AAA. No doubt they are continuing to hum after their semifinals appearance last year. And then two teams, once again, who we just put in that category of playing any place, anytime, anybody, anywhere. Grayson at Mac Tharp Stadium. So Grayson goes to the hog pen to take on Cockwood County. Oh, man. I, you know, we were kidding about we don't have anything to talk about, but we could, <laughs> we, could, we could probably do three podcasts on each one of these games, if you know what I'm saying. But uh, Grayson, a very good football team in most polls, number one. Colquitt, four or five, because they lost to Valdosta in that midnight game, 50-49. to 49. Well, What a great football game. Grayson at Colquitt County. And uh, it's going to be one of those where it's kind of Metro Atlanta against deep South Georgia. Going to be a dandy. Our, our friend Duro Domini is going to have fun with that one as well. Grayson yeah. knocked off Westlake last week, 35-21 to go to 4-0. Colquitt beat Warner Robins 31-14 to give them, give them their first loss of the year. J.C. Harden passed for 332 and 4, three of them to uh, Lameki Brockington for the win for Cockwood County. Last one on the board, we'll go back to the region of doom, and we get to check out the Stowe Show for the first time this year. 
Yay, team. This is going to be a good football game. Wilcox County at Clinch County. And I'm sure everything will be rocking down in Homerville. Uh, nobody's jumping off the ship down there. No. Clinch County, a really good football team. But I tell you what, this is a really good Wilcox County football team. And I think they'll go down there and play very well. This one could be a 21-14, 21-17. And, uh, you know, the way things are going, it could be 42 to 35. The way that we're talking defense, it'll be uh, absolutely offensive. All right, time to bring in Hannah Gooden for all the other stuff going on. And, Hannah, first and foremost, we talked about the Stowe Show. You got to catch up with Des Tisdall a couple weeks ago. I did, and his interview was a little interesting. Uh Uh-huh. Very, very nice kid. It was great catching up with him. And so Clinch and Wilcox this week. And the last game that Tommy had in his spot shadow just happens to be our TV game of the week. Where are we? Absolutely. Our second TV game, Football Fridays in Georgia. This Friday we go to Tom Ryden Stadium in Buford for Archer versus Buford. And these are two of the top teams in Gwinnett County, if not the entire state. The Wolves are number two in Class 5A. They're 4-0 and on the year. The Tigers are number six in Class 7 a and they upped their record to three and one last Friday. They met for the first time last year, and Archer actually came away with the forty-eight to twenty-four victory. So my question for you guys is, what's on the line this Friday for Tom, both of these teams? I feel like we should run the uh, the more you know stinger after Hannah just gave that little thing. You know, you know. <laughs> All right, Tommy, what's on the line? What's on the line? I, I tell you, what's on the line here is pride. You know, Buford is a really good program, has been for many, many years. Archer, a growing program. They've built some pride in their area. I think it's pride. The one that wins this one's going to say, gotcha, okay? Archer last week knocked off Norcross 31-0. They led 10-0 at the break. Three in the third quarter, rushed for 190, but they had a lot of balance offensively. Buford knocked off Newton 42-14. Once again, 14-7 at the half for Buford, and then once again just progressing through knocking off Newton by the final 42-14, 4-0 versus 3-1 on GPB this week. I think Buford's got the slightest edge in this one. They're coming off a big 42-14 win over Newton, where quarterback Jarvis Evans Jr. went 7-12 of for 139 yards and three touchdowns, and that running back Elijah Turner rushed for 129 yards on 13 carries with two TDs himself. Tommy, what do you think about those two performances? Uh, I think they're outstanding. I really do. And I think really what's going to happen in this football game, turnovers will be the key. The team that makes the most turnovers probably will lose because both of these are hungry football teams trying to prove something. I just think it's going to be a great game. What he said, cosign. I like that. That's it for us today for another round of the Football Fridays in Georgia podcast. I'm John Nelson. Thanks, as always, to my co-pilot down in the borough, Tommy Palmer. Tommy, thanks again. You are welcome, sir. And, and Hannah enjoyed it, as always. See, see, he tosses to her, and she's sitting right there off to my left. Hannah, as always, thanks for coming in. Thanks, guys. Don't forget to watch our game Friday at 730 kick, and we are streaming on the GPB Sports app, Facebook, and Twitter. What she said. You can reach us at gpb.org slash podcast. Subscribe to us for free anywhere your favorite podcasts and podcatchers are found. You can also find me on your Amazon speaker. I run down the top five teams of the week and just say to your smart speaker, Hey, Alexa. Ask GPB for John's top games of the week. Reminder, we're back on the air at 7.30 Friday night. GPB TV, gpb.org, and the GPB Sports app. For Archer and Buford, we'll be coming to you from Tom Ryden Stadium 
in Buford. Our podcast is produced by the irreplaceable Sean Powers. The Football Fridays in Georgia podcast is a production of Georgia Public Broadcasting. Play safe, everybody. We'll see you at the game. to you by the Georgia Governor's Office of Highway Safety, reminding you to buckle up, Georgia.